All narcissists cheat. All narcissists cheat. A lot of people have heard me say that on lives, on different interactions and working with different people, and I believe it's true. And so I want to ask you today, does your narcissist cheat or do you believe that they cheat? And talk to you about five different types of cheating that a lot of times people define as like, hey, these are different aspects that are considered cheating. Don't believe me? Let's dive in. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all the different platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, all under Raw Motivations. You can follow us, like, subscribe, share the stuff to help someone else who might be stuck in toxicity and get free. You never know who you could save just by letting them have a bit of awareness about the situation that they're going in that's awful or that's abusive. Also, we've got the NARC app. If you don't know what that is, go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of people that have gone through the same shit that you're going through right now. And they've come on there to be able to help provide with courses, with tracking, with accountability, with encouragement, with places to ask for advice, with monthly, uh, monthly coaching calls where we bring people in from across the country to help run those and to help inspire in different directions and also weekly check-ins to help you engage with friends on there to be able to say, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is how I'm showing up, and to be able to work through those on a weekly basis where you can ask questions, everything like that too. So check that out. NARCapp.com. If you want to work with me sometimes one-on-one, -on -one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. Would love to interact with you. I try to focus to help people break the trauma bond, to work on rewiring the story that they believe, to be able to get through limbo land, which is detoxing from a toxic person, and to get to a place where they establish healthy boundaries so that they don't go back to a narcissistic person and so they don't get with a toxic person down the road. You can reach me at rawmotivations.com. Click on one-on-ones. Would love to talk to you there and help you in your healing however I can. So when we talk about narcissism and we talk about cheating, they normally go hand in hand. If you followed any of this stuff on my platform, you know that that is something that is personal to my story. I am a narcissist and I'm also a cheater. Narcissism doesn't excuse cheating and cheating isn't just because of narcissism. When it comes down to it, we see a lot of narcissists that do cheat. Thankfully, I've been able to work through with lots of therapy, with EMDR, with working on my marriage and everything that's happened over the past several years to work on being clean from supply, from that type of lifestyle, from the cheating aspect, and moving forward to live in a positive way, in a positive environment, to make that positive environment for my family, for my friends, for people around us. Now, a lot of narcissists will come to the table and they say that they don't cheat. Even the cheaters say that they don't cheat. So it's like, how do you know if they're actually cheating or not? Well, typically narcissists will say they don't cheat because they don't want to admit, one, that they're doing something wrong, and two, that they might be wrong in who they are or in what they're portraying. You see, someone putting out there like, hey, I'm a good person, and then they go and they cheat, that's incongruent with how they're actually living and how they're actually showing up. So for a narcissist, the goal is, let me show I'm a good person, do whatever I want, but still believe that and still show that so I don't have to feel bad about myself. This is one of the lies that I told myself time and time again, that even though I was going out and cheating, I was still providing, I was still showing up, I was still coming home, so I still had to be a good person. That lie was an awful lie that kept me stuck in a cycle for a long period of time. So what is cheating? If we just Google a cheating definition, okay, all it says is cheating is an act that is dishonest or fair as a person acting dishonest or fair to gain an advantage. Pretty simple. That really makes it so that all narcissists cheat. 
A lot of times when I'm talking about narcissists cheating, I'm saying, hey, they might be cheating in these different ways, but they're going to always put something over you. If you're in a relationship, one, you really don't matter, it's transactional, and they're always gonna find something to gain an advantage to put over you, then they would actually put your worth and your value above their own interests at time. Because remember, it's all about the narcissist. So we're gonna dive in real quick. I've got a link down below if you wanna see one of the articles that I pulled this from. But I was just kind of curious of different types of cheating and how that actually looked. Because sometimes people are like, my narcissist cheated, and someone's like, no, they didn't, it was this. Well, we're gonna throw it out there and let you all figure it out, okay? So there's five types of cheating, or the article talks about it, it's like infidelity, but there's five types of cheating, okay? First one, pretty obvious physical, okay? Sexual in nature, okay? They had sex, okay? With that, it doesn't always mean that there's emotions involved. Doesn't mean that there is this giant affair. And this could be something like hookups. This could be something like using prostitutes. This could be friends with benefits. Like all it is in this aspect is like, hey, they're cheating physically. And the second one is emotional cheating. Oftentimes we see this as being this intimacy attachment to another person. Oftentimes it leads to a physical relationship. It becomes that because there's this connection piece that all of a sudden makes everything seem wonderful and amazing, so then they run towards that even more and it becomes a physical relationship. For me, that's how they all happened. I didn't just hire a bunch of people to be, you know, have a physical and a sexual relationship. It was emotional. It was getting close to someone else, playing a different story in my head of like, my marriage isn't good enough or it's not safe, so I'm going to go to someone else, connecting on that emotional level and having that follow that suit of leading to physical in nature. The thing is, a lot of times when people have an emotional affair, the partner will sometimes say, I would have rather you cheated in a physical way than I would have you cheating on me in an emotional way. Because it hurts different a lot of times to people because that's someone that they fell in love with that chose to give their love, to give the love that they could have given back to someone else. Not just their body, but their emotions, their heart, their soul, like all those different types of things that people look at that and be like, that's really hard to process. And it is. The third one that's listed in the article is cyber cheating. And so oftentimes we see this with like, online interactions. So you see this where they're they're texting multiple people where they've got, you know, 3000, you know, women or men in their DMs whatever it might be and they're engaging in sexual content with those people. So it's not just like, hey, how's the weather? Like no, it's all sexual in nature. A lot of times people will be on like sexual like chats, you know, we'll have different aspects that they're engaging with, different like webcam stuff, they're all going into different types of stuff that's called cyber cheating. Typically, you're going to see people put pornography under here of saying like, hey, you're cheating on me with that image, with those people in that cyber way. So how they describe it is cyber cheating. Number four is called object infidelity or object cheating. Okay. And what this is, is it the obsession or interest outside of the relationship? So it's putting something else above the relationship that I'm obsessed with, that I'd rather spend time with for the hurt and for the detriment of the relationship. And just like they would with going out and being, you know, sexual with someone else. Like I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this. It's going to hurt this relationship. I'm going to go out and focus on this. It's going to hurt the relationship with object relationship. We're talking about like maybe workaholic, like obsessed with certain things, but all those things have to be something that is hurting the relationship. And then they normally refer to it as object cheating or object infidelity. Okay. Number five is financial cheating. 
And this one might sound a little bit different to people, but the financial cheating is the idea of still having that cheating aspect, but it's in finances, being deceitful, lying about how much money they actually have, how much money they earn, the debt that they owe, how much they spend or loan out or whatever it might be, hiding money in different accounts or you know buying a bunch of things and saying we don't have money. Like all this type of like manipulation, sometimes you'll hear it in the narcissistic terms of being like financial abuse. Well, in this context going through, number five was financial cheating. After you've been with someone who has cheated in one of these areas or that has cheated to whatever level that you view cheating to be, a lot of times it's hard to walk back from that. The majority of time, people don't walk back from that. Sometimes people stay stuck in it longer because of a trauma bond and because the abuse has ramped up to the point where you don't think you're able to walk away from that person. The thing you need to understand is if you're with someone and you're watching this happen time and time and time again, you need to take a look at their actions versus their words because their words don't mean anything based on their actions being incongruent with how they're living, of how they're talking, of how they're showing up, of how they're demonstrating that respect and love and care to you. If you're with someone who's cheated, who is cheating, and there's no change, there's no honesty, and there's no vulnerability, they need to walk away. Sometimes people get my story confused when, you know, they're they're blowing up one of my posts about like, oh, like he's a cheater, like all that stuff. I cheated, confessed the first one, cheated over several years, and then confessed all the others, the other four. Whenever I did that, I ended up getting into therapy, did EMDR, did regular therapy for a period of time, and then my wife left. Sometimes people get those confused thinking that that was the, the catalyst or everything like that. Like she left when she realized like, hey, even though he's in therapy, it's not changing. So I'm going to leave. The only reason she came back and the only reason that we're together today is because of the fact of changed behavior. As I'm in therapy and as I'm working on it, I'm rewiring my mindset. I'm changing what I'm actually believing and going through and understanding and working on the inner child. Like a lot of different things happen in therapy. And when she came back to, to get closed, be able to be there for a week or so, be able to see if there's any change behavior, what she noticed was a complete difference of how I was showing up, of how I was interacting, how I was responding, how I was demonstrating care towards her versus it being all about me. Now, does that mean we've been perfect? No, I think it's had lots of ups and downs since then, but no cheating. And we've worked through different boundaries and things that I need to have, boundaries that I know, and then boundaries that she has that I don't know at all. But I just know that every single day I'm showing up to be honest, to be vulnerable, and show that consistent change. And as I continue moving forward, that's all I can do is continue to work on myself regardless of what anybody else does around me.